morning. Welcome, Lydia House, here and wherever you might be listening to us. I'm thanking the Lord today as the scripture in my little daily devotional was Colossians 3, and I'm going to have my mother say it. She memorized it on their honeymoon. My dad is in heaven now, but she still knows it. Colossians 3. Colossians 3, 12 to 17. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity, and be thankful mm. that the peace of Christ which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Colossians 3, 12 to 17. Hallelujah. Yes. Isn't yes. that wonderful that we can, yes. I'm sure the Lord is clapping in heaven, and maybe Dad is clapping in heaven. Um, God's word is so good, and this Christmas time, you know, we are so blessed by being able to read scriptures of how he came to us, and, and then by his Holy Spirit now, helps us, helps us. Um, I was given this this morning, the blessing of unity, and as you know, as husband and wife, they learned unity by, by memorizing scripture. And uh, this scripture also from Psalm 133, and some would know uh, that I used to do a little Israeli dance, and we did, and that's behold how good and how pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. Our country is called United States of America. So our prayer, because in uh, being united, the definition here is joined, made to agree, cemented, mixed, attached by growth. And our church is going to be moving to another location. And we pray for unity. And we also pray today pray with me that first of all truth be revealed all across America then pray for unity in your home unity between man and wife unity with your children and grandchildren unity in your city unity in our government and unity in our great nation Lord we ask this for your glory in Jesus name Amen Amen. Thank you, dear wife. And I'll say welcome to you as well. And we're heading toward 2022. Some are very excited. I'm sad for those that missed their flights. Thousands, I guess, thousands of flights canceled and people that wanted to fly couldn't fly. So there's... Over the weekend, yes. Yeah. Uh, they never had this many flights canceled as they, they did. And so people sitting at the airport, and it's uh, very sad. So our offering box is usually there, but today it's right here. There's our offering box, and uh, we welcome you who are online, and we look forward to 
a wonderful year. Where will we be next week at this time? Here. 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 January. Huh? <laughs> yes, that's a possibility. And then on the 9th, we will be at North Springs Church. And that is down to Lake Street. Turn right. And the address is 7868 Lake Street in Lino Lakes. So if you want to be with us in uh, January, starting on the 9th, we will be teaming up. It's a miracle of grace that God provided for us. We needed a place, and the Galstads reached out to us and said, if you ever need a place, Paul, you've got it. They didn't know that we needed a place. We had it just in time, and now we've got another place that we moved to. So God has been looking out for us, and th thanks be to God for that wonderful thing. So let's, let's come in prayer, come expressing our need for him and confessing our need, and... Uh, and uniting in worship. Father, thank you so much that you are the great provider. We needed a savior. We couldn't save ourselves. And you provided a shocking way by sending your son to earth. We, we can hardly imagine that, being born in the way he was born here. And God became man, the God-man, Jesus Christ. And we worship you, Father. Son and Holy Spirit, this blessed day, this beautiful season of Christmas, we thank you. We pray for those who experienced great disappointment during this season. We pray that you would bring your mercy to them. We have friends that uh, uh, my friend Kevin has a uh, wife, Laura, who is uh, deeply sick. And so we pray your healing to come there and to others that are known to us, God. We ask that you would touch and heal them. Father, we thank you that you do forgive, and we acknowledge our need for the Savior, for his forgiveness, for those things that we have done that we shouldn't have, and those things that we left undone that we should have. And as we point toward the new year, we pray that uh, we can lay hold in a fresh, wonderful way on the grace that meets us through Christ Jesus. We pray for those in our community who are not well. We think of Nate and the surgery that he had. We pray that you would continue to bring healing to him and others that we don't know about. We pray that you would touch and heal them. We pray for those who need provision. We pray that you would provide for them in this new season, according to your riches in Christ Jesus. We pray, amen. Okay, just greet those who are close to you. Hello, friends. Greet those, and then we'll be worshiping together. Yeah. 
come, okay? Oh, come on. When I was a pastor at Trinity Lutheran in San Pedro, I wrote a song based on Isaiah 9-6, and I'm going to teach it to you, and we're going to sing it together. It became one of the favorites of Christmas time at Trinity. Here's how it goes. Karen, let's sing it together. Unto us a child has been born. Unto us a son has been given. The government shall bring upon his shoulders. The government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name is called Wonderful. Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. There will be no end to his government. There will be no end to his peaceful reign upon the throne of David and his kingdom to establish it with justice and righteousness. And his name is called Wonderful, Wonderful Counselor, 
the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. From this time forth and forevermore, from this time forth and forevermore, dear love, the Lord of hosts will do this. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. And his name is called Wonderful, Wonderful Counselor, the mighty God. Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And His name is called Wonderful, Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Do you remember that, Chris and Kathy? Singing that every Christmas for 20 years at Trinity. I picked this next one because of the powerful words, not just the music, but uh, the powerful words. It was written by a guy named Charles Wesley. Have you ever heard of him? A wonderful theologian and writer and reformer. And uh, I just want you to particular pay attention to the words because sometimes we know these songs so well that we don't even think of the words. And these are especially verse 2 and 3. And the music is from a person named Mendelssohn. So you got Mendelssohn writing the music and you got Wesley writing the words. That makes for a really good combination. Okay. I think it's Hark. Hark. Oh, uh, it came. Whoa! Oh, this is it. It came upon a midnight clear. It's okay. I thought it was hark. Uh, I thought these words were hark the herald angels sing. So, do, do we not have that one? No, I may. I may be made a mistake. Which one is by Mendelssohn, though? Pardon? Which one is by Mendelssohn? That's what I want to know here. I'm sorry, folks. Here, let me look at this. Oh, I don't have it Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, this is the one. Okay. Hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn king. He's 
Next verse is just as powerful. Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace. Hail the Son of Righteousness. Light and life to all He brings. Risen with healing in His wings. Mild He lays His glory by. For that man no more may die, born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Keep those words right there. Just I want to just see that. It's so powerful. What Wesley wrote for us. He just laid his glory. He offered to go. He was the king of creation from the beginning. He had no beginning. And then God, the Father, spoke to him. And he said, I will go. So he laid aside the glory of heaven, of being praised by billions of angels. And he came to earth to a shack out back of a motel, and that's how he was born in utter, utter humility. We'd call it shame, but it was humility. He laid his glory aside, and why did he do it? That we wouldn't die, hmm. that we would live forever. Jesus. And now, we don't have an end. We'll die one day, but then we'll go right to be with the Lord. Hmm. Absent yeah. from the body, Present with the yes. Lord. That's what the apostle says. Jesus. We leave our body. We're with the Lord. Then Hallelujah. Jesus comes back to reign in glory. How, how wonderful. This is such a wonderful season yeah. to remember what Jesus did for us. Thy little ones, dear Lord, are we. Let's sing this one. This is a favorite of mine at Christmas time. We sing a lot of favorites people have and 
Hi, little the, one, uh, dear little Lord, are we? Yeah, it's a, such a blessing because we sing a different. Actually, my mother sings one in Norwegian that's similar, but that picture of we are all His little ones is such a blessing. Thy little ones, dear Lord, are we, and come thy lowly bed to sing, enlighten every soul and mind, that with our songs we hasten thee to greet and kiss the dust before thy feet oh blessed our own sweetest night that gave thee birth our souls Greet those around you. We're going to need some pens or pencils. Is there a place? Do we have any pens or pencils back there? Ask, see if CJ has some in the back. So I am going to give a message this morning. It's going to be a brief message, but before I do, I put something together with a lot of questions that you can look through, and I'd like you to uh, use a pen or pencil and write down your responses to these questions. We're not going to turn them in. They're to help you as we look to the new year. So. Here comes 
Chris is going to give us some pens if you need a pen or a pencil. I want you to take some time. I'm going to give you about 10 minutes to do this. And uh, could we put the questions up so that those who are at home can see them? And we'll put them up, uh, and you that are elsewhere, uh, we'll put these up, put one through four, and then we'll get up after a few minutes. After three or four minutes, we'll go on to the next one. So I'm going to do the same thing as you're doing. I'm going to be working on this and looking at these questions. It's a way to help you think through how you want to move into the new year. Anybody not have one? <coughs> Steve needs one. Everybody needs one. Thank you. Short. Just, you're short of pen? Yep. Here we go. So, Father, we pray that you would help us to do a good job of stepping out of 2021 into 2022 with the right expectations. Give us your expectations for what you have for us in the new year. We pray that you give us faith to believe for the things that you want to do for us. With seem like they might be beyond us, but they're not beyond you. So give us faith for the new year and a real joy in stepping into 2022. Okay, you don't take a long time on these. Just uh, write your thoughts and then uh, I'll share a little bit. You're not going to turn these in.
And I would encourage you to use uh, these questions. Just want to look at a couple of them with you, and then I'm going to share with you how we really do change. Are there habits you want to break? If you want prayer from others, I would share this with a friend and say, hey, would you help me? Help me with this. Make a, make a pact with somebody. I have a very close friend, and we pray together. And he helps me with the things I struggle with. I help him. Are there persisting problems you want prayer for? If you want other people to be praying with you about things, you feel free to share those. Are there people that you need to forgive? My, oh, my. This would be a good time to step into that and just say, yes, I, I forgive that person. I forgive those people. How do you want your devotional life to look? Maybe you like the way it is now. Praise the Lord. Maybe there are things you want to change. And if your focus is right, you're going to see a change. I'll talk about that in a minute. If there are spiritual gifts that you're praying for, I am praying for a couple of spiritual gifts. I'm asking God to release those in me. If you're asking God to release some and you want others to pray with you, pray over you. We'd love to pray with you to see God give you new things. If you want a mentor, do you know that I have a mentor? When my mentor died, I said, what do I do now? And I got another mentor. His name is Alan Langstaff. He's older than I am. And he prays for me. I call him often, and I say, I want you to pray for me on this. I also have a close friend. We pray together, so we're, we're together. So I have people praying for me, and I want you to know that we'll pray for you if we know what your situation is, if you know if you want a mentor, if you want somebody that can help you, or if 
there's a situation in your life that goes beyond prayer, what would that be? Deliverance. Deliverance may need more than prayer. Because I know people who have just prayed all their life, please help me to get rid of this terrible situation in my life. And what they needed was a breakthrough from God coming in and bringing deliverance to a situation that was not responding to prayer. So, when Paul was Saul, he was very religious. He thought he was right, but he was dead wrong. And he shares in Romans 7 his struggle to try to change his life. And in Romans chapter 7, the word law occurs 22 times. The little pronoun I occurs 32 times. He was trying. He was trying what he could do to change and listen to what he says. For I know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh sold under sin. Verse 15 of chapter 7 of Romans. For I do not understand my own actions. I do not do what I want, but I do the things I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree that the law is good. So it's no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me in my flesh. For I have the desire. So there was a desire. He wanted to change. But not the ability to carry it out. Do you know that millions of people are going to try to change in 2022? And by Valentine's Day, they're going to realize they don't have any power to do that. And they'll be disappointed again because they can't change what they want to change. That's what Paul came to. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells in me. Listen to this now. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in me. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Romans 8 is his answer. In Romans 8, the word spirit is used 17 times. It was used once in chapter 7. Can I change myself? No. No, I can't. Ultimately, I cannot. But there are two ways that I can change. By believing and by becoming. And we're going to look at that together. Chapter 8, verse 3. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemns sin in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, not by us, in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. The word spirit is used 17 times in chapter 8, once in chapter 7. How do I change? Not by grit, by the Holy Spirit. It. I love what 
Margaret, what your husband used to say, and he said this often, Phil, who's now in heaven, I heard him say this many times, I can't, you can help me. Please help me. Do you, do you remember that? Do you remember saying that? Naomi, do you remember it? She's shaking her head, yes. He said it often. I can't, you can, please help me. That's the gospel. That's the good news for people who realize they can't change themselves. God can do it in us. So resolutions that are spirit-led and spirit-anointed will prevail. We'll see those fulfilled in our life if we have our focus in the right place. That it's really not about my gritting and trying a little harder, but it's what I believe and what I behold. What do I believe? I believe that God is working in me to do his perfect will and that he'll work that out in the new year and that he will bless me by empowering me to do what I can't do on my own. That's a completely different outlook than says, knuckle up. And so as you're setting resolutions, be sure to include that element of what God's going to do in you because God can change us. I love the scripture in uh, Ephesians 1. Paul calls this the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us or in us who believe. God's power toward those who what? Believe. believe. So I am setting things down here, and then I'm saying, I believe you to work this in me. So it's what I believe, and the second thing, it's what I, what did I say? Be hold. Listen to this scripture. But we all with open face beholding the glory of the Lord are being changed into his likeness from one degree of glory to another. Now this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. How do I change? By what I believe and what I behold. As a young person in high school, I remember really, 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 really trying hard. Trying not to sin. And I was working on my own. I was trying to make changes. I didn't understand the gospel very well at this point. And so I tried to make the changes that I need to make, and I was pretty good at failing, pretty consistently. But now I see, how do I change? By believing in his ability, I can't, you can, please help me. And, but we all beholding the glory of the Lord, we see that. I thought I was supposed to focus on my sin. That's not my focus. I pray daily, as I know you do as well, and a part of my prayer is repentance. I 
have shared my acrostic with you, P-R-A-Y, probably many people use it, praise, repentance, asking, and yielding. I do that in my prayers every day. So I do repent. I do look at sins, especially sins of the heart, like lack of passion, being unloving, being insensitive, judgmental, critical, anxious, fearful, doubtful, self-conscious, overbearing, jealous, compromising, immature, sins that trip me up. So what do I do when I see them? I confess them, and I get back on track, focusing not on my sins, focusing on the Lord of glory, the one who can change me. I'm not going into the new year thinking I can change. I'm going in the new year believing that he can change me and that the things that I've wanted to see that haven't seen yet, I'm going to see probably in 2022 because my focus is not where the focus of 10 million people is as they're getting ready for 2022. Are we communicating here? Any thoughts or questions? Let's talk about it. Pass that back to Ruth. She, she's over there. Here, and then you, you hold on to this one, CC people. Well, I'm also thinking of Romans 6. Mm hmm. Because it's, I think that's a huge key as well, because. The finished work of Christ has already been accomplished in us. We're already dead, crucified with Christ, buried with him, raised with him. So he's already accomplished that in us. We're already new creations. So I don't have to become anything more. I just, like the walk of faith is also to walk out by faith who I already am. Like, it's the spirit is in me. It gives me yeah. the ability, but that's very freeing. It was a very, very long time in my walk with Christ before I had that explained to me clearly. And then to memorize and meditate on Romans 6 is very freeing. And, yeah. Amen. Absolutely. I memorized that chapter as I was uh, in college because I saw just what you saw that I truly am, I am dead to sin, and I'm alive to God in Christ Jesus. That is true. Thank you, Ruth. That is absolutely true. I am dead to sin, so I don't need to. I don't need to do this. I'm alive to God in Christ Jesus. Wonderful. Well, just to add well, you, need a, you need a mic. If you... you know, we're dead to sin, so I have... I have a pet peeve is when people say die to self. That really isn't in the scripture that I can see. Deny ourselves, that's scriptural. But when people say die to self, why would I have to die to something that's already dead? To me, that muddies the waters. We're dead to sin and we're alive to God. So we don't have to put anything to death. It's already been done on the cross. We only just need to deny ourselves daily and take up our cross. And 
Verse 14 of that chapter, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies. Let it not reign because you are the very fact that you're dead. Don't let it reign. We have that power and authority. Thank you. Who else? Any thoughts, questions, comments? Um, just a comment on your the verse you quoted from Second Corinthians sure. chapter three. It would be a great one to meditate on for people. But it's talking about the law and how glorious it was, but it led to death. And then it ends, uh, as you were saying, there's something about beholding the face of the Lord who, who does the changing in us. And may he do that in all of our life. Um, but whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. And even for us, who've walked years with the Lord, we still may have strongholds or stuff that needs to be taken away. And that comes from the risen Jesus who who pours the, the spirit of the Father through him yeah. to us to do that. For the Lord is the spirit, and wherever the sport, spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So all of us who've had the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the spirit, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. The transformation, metamorphosis. Yes. May he do that in our lives in 222 as we behold his his beauty, his power, his uh, transformative power in our life. Amen. Amen, indeed. Just to say, you can do this, God. I'm trusting you. I believe you. We're, we're either focused on trusting or trying. You know, we're either going to try. <clears throat> it's not that we don't try when we trust, but when we trust, then the trying, <clears throat> it's undergirded by a foundational confidence in God. Like it says, Abraham believed God and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. It was his faith that made him a champion of nations. How many of you make resolutions as you move to the new year? Uh, make, make things that, okay. This side does more than this side, it looks like. So if some of you want to make resolutions, you could come over and sit on this side. and then. Okay, yeah, we'll, have, we'll give you some. I am confident that he who has begun a good will work in you will bring it to completion. That's a wonderful word from this apostle. I'm, I'm sure he's going he's gonna to make it happen in your life. And so I say that to you, looking at 22. I'm confident that he who is working in you will do something really wonderful, Chris. Did you hear him playing the drums? Yeah. <clears throat> Wasn't that cool? Have him play the drums this morning? Yeah, that was cool. And he is making a fresh start. Hallelujah. And it's so wonderful to be praying with him on Sunday mornings. What are you looking forward to God doing for you in the new year, Chris? 
I look forward to allowing God to work miracles through me. Like what kind of miracles? Miracles that I never knew were possible. How did you land in prison? Besides stupidity. A lack of wisdom, knowledge. Hmm. What, what do you truly stand for? Hmm. What, what do you give your, your life to? Do you give your life to corruption or do you give your life to the ultimate God who is in heaven? How did that change? A determination to want to change. Hmm. And then did it happen pretty fast? Then? No. It took some tears and some anger and <clears throat> having to deal with anxiety or personal issues that you didn't even know existed. Hmm. Like I was I was I was a perpetual liar. I lied to everybody just just because that's the way that you had to go about things to get things in the streets. So you have to lie to get your way basically. So I would just lie to normal people just like day-to-day -day life and then changing that, giving that to God and then still lying. It, it it just broke my heart to the point where I was like, "Lord, how do I do this?" And then he was like, "You don't do this. I do this for you." Wow. Wow, say that again. That's, that's the gospel there. You, I don't do it, you do it for me. That's the gospel. That's what you said Phil said. Now, now Chris, you're working at the hardware store? Yeah. Everyone who walks into the hardware store is trying to fix something. Correct. And it, what's neat is you're there. It's good stuff. You need to oh. repeat it. <laughs> you're working at a hardware store. And everyone, every customer walks in the door is trying to fix something or make it better. Correct. And as a metaphor for life, you know, it's kind of a neat word picture uh, yeah. that you're there, hopefully, to encourage people to fix something on a spiritual level Absolutely. that'll last forever. Absolutely. That's wonderful. I got a story, but it's not for it's not for right now. But I, I have a wonderful story that just happened to me on Christmas Eve. Tell it. Right now. It's for it's for right now. So two 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 people out of this congregation know what happened, but so. I, I, I walk into work, and I have to work Christmas Eve. So I'm like, oh, man, Lord, just give me, give me some encouragement. I'm asking, I'm asking the Lord for some encouragement here. Because I have to run the cash register, which, one, is not only tedious, but it's, it, you just have to deal with people's attitudes, and sometimes people's attitudes aren't so great. And you just have to deal with that, right? So you have to just let it go. So I'm like, Lord, help me out. So I get, I get all my money situated in the drawer, and, and everything's good to go. And I start work. So I had, I had already rung two people, three people maybe. And this lady came in. She was cool, absolutely cool. I, and and we, we're supposed to, the cashier is supposed to greet the people as they come in. So I'm like, hello. And she's like, hi. And so she goes all the way back to the end of the store. And she's looking around for stuff. And and as she's, as she's coming back to the front, she takes off her sweatshirt, her, her jacket thing. And I, I read on her shirt. It said Christian something, something, something university. So I put two, to, two and two together, which equals four. So I'm like, she's a Christian, right? Like, why, why else would you be wearing a Christian university, university shirt if you're not a Christian, right? Unless your kid or something was involved, right? So she comes up, she comes up to the counter, and I'm like, God bless you. 
And she's like, actually, he, he, he has. And, and so, so this conversation keeps going and going, and, and I'm just, I, I treat my customers with the utmost respect. So we're just talking, and I'm, I'm, I'm treating her how she should be treated. And, and so I'm going to give you a picture. It's probably about four feet from the cash register to the door. So she's got like a quick second to think before she reacts. So she's walking to the door, and the door opens. She stops, turns around, pulls this envelope out of her, out of her, her purse. And she's like, think of this as not a gift from me, but from God, and hands me this. And it's got, it's got, it's got a message on it, handwritten, that, that, that states, God gave us a gift, an ultimate gift, and that's Jesus. Wow. Right? So why can't we give a gift? Basically, that's what it said, basically, in, 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 in a sum of words. So I get home, and I tell everybody, and, and right before I, I tell the last person, I check what's in this, in this envelope, and it's 200 bucks. Oh. That's a miracle. So I, I am giving this gift to a, a, a company that I, I believe that will, will, will use it for good. Use it for the right reasons, and um, and it just happens to be a company that I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a great story. And 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 Ruthie said it was a hug from God. Yeah. God just reached down and hugged me like you're doing a great job, my good and faithful son. Yeah. You'll be a manager before long. Of, you'll be a manager there. Let's let's pray for Chris. A couple, uh, Chris, and uh, can you move over here? Move over. Here. And also, the Bible says, the Bible says, um, you may entertain angels. For all you know, that was an angel that appeared to you. That's that's very keep it. Yeah, that's very possible. Father, we want to thank you and praise you for what you're doing in Chris's life. Thank you, God. Uh, Father, and we we trust that the good work you began in him, you will complete in his life. Father, we we're excited about what's going to happen to him. He's young. He's got the Holy Spirit in him, and he can accomplish much in his life. And we thank you and praise you for that ahead of time. And Father, uh, Chris, is your name Christopher? You know, the, the word, that's my name too, and it means the bearer of Christ. And, and you're transforming him, Jesus, in his image, into your image. And we just thank you for that. We thank you for his determination to trust you to do it. And, and the example that you've made for him, from him f for us, and that you're going to continue to do that. And he's going to rise up to be able to mentor and help other people as a manager Absolutely. of wherever he's going to be. Absolutely. Incredibly articulate. And I just thank you for the, the, the what you've done in his life that is going to uh, expand and glorify your name. Bless him in every way. And he, you really are proud of him, Lord, and we are too. So thank you in the name of Christ. Amen. 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 And I... Okay, just real quick. I, I have an interesting... This Chris will appreciate this a little bit, but when, it, when in the New Testament, in, in the original Greek, there are certain verbs like, like believe or um, deliverance that have a tense to them. They're called the perfect tense, and the perfect tense is 
It happens at a point in time, but it has ongoing consequences. And I just, when, I, when I read some of these verses, it's like, yeah, that happened to me, and I'm still receiving it, and it's, or I'm, I'm still walking in it, because it's not like a single event. Salvation isn't a single event, mm-hmm. right? It's, yeah. it's, it happens to you, and then it has ongoing. Yes, yes. Let me, come here for a minute. Second Tim, get up there. You guys have probably noticed that Tim and Ruth bring people into their homes. And uh, they've done a lot of that. And they brought two people in not too long ago, one named Rafiq and one named Chris. They made different decisions. Chris wanted to go God's way. And he latched on. We could tell, couldn't you? Just in medium, you could tell that his spirit was free and it was open. Rafiq never got there. Although he was loved upon, he somehow, and you could feel that, couldn't you? You could feel that when you talked to him. There was something holding back. He was not giving in completely. He's no longer living with them for good reason. And I'll let him tell you if he wants to. He doesn't have to, but uh, he, he, wasn't anymore, he wasn't safe anymore. He was taking from people who were giving. And so he's somewhere else now. And I want us to pray for Rafiq because he had a glorious chance and he said no to it. That's very sad. He may, he may never get there unless he repents. And so I want us to pray. Somebody pray for Rafiq. You want to do that, Chris? Sure. He, he, he lived with him. Heavenly Father, I just reach up Rafiq to you and and um, Heavenly Father, I know exactly where he comes from, why he came from that situation, Lord. I know how his, his mentality in that situation grew and developed to what it is now, Lord. I was there. I had, to, I had to go through that. I had to fight through that. I had to break that wall. But you broke it for me, Lord. You broke it for me, Lord. And Lord... I just encourage Rafiq right now in your name, mm. Lord, to just mm. just reach out to you. Get on his knees, Lord. Shout yes. to you. Say, Heavenly Father, you are my king. You are my God. I can't do this on my own. Reach out. Rafiq, reach out. Yes, yes. Pray, pray wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. Give, give all your heart into their... Heavenly Father, I just pray that he does that and he receives you and, and wants to be with you and wants to walk with you because ultimately you're the ultimate father. Yes. Mercy, peace, love. Um, um, if you fall, he, he's going to pick you back up. Multiple and multiple and multiple times where where maybe a, a human father may be like, I'm so, I'm so, I don't know how to help you. Well, guess what, God? You can help in any and every way, Lord. And I just pray that you help Rafiq. You give him strength, give him courage, give him, give him just this fire, set fire to him, Lord, where he's just calling for you, reaching for you. Because that's what he needs. Mm-hmm. He needs love that is that is 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 steadfast. That is that is um reproach reproach reproachive, Lord. Like like you don't just convict us, but you give us 
peace that we 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 are able to have that sin in our life and 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 go go about our life because we're not perfect nobody is perfect on this earth human wise but you are perfect lord and so you understand that and you give us grace and mercy for that but you still love us you still care for us lord and i, and, um, I just pray that rafiq will just turn to you because you are the mate the amazing one you know yeah and God and and his and your amazingness lord is, is gonna is gonna be what inspires him to keep moving forward with you I want to say this in Jesus' name. Tim and Ruth, uh, they wanted to help Rafiq, and he needed a job, and so I don't know how it happened, but we connected, and he came over, and he was working for me. He did good work. He worked hard. However, if something came on that um, needed a little adjustment, just a little adjustment, and I would, I would speak to that. He was ready to start swinging. There, he, all, he came real close one time to swinging. And it wasn't a big issue to me. I mean, it was just, let's do it this way. And something tightened up in him. And, and he, he was ready. I didn't want any fight. But uh, he, he had it in him. And uh, he needs to get beyond that fighting spirit where he's giving in father we pray that he does give in surrender and quit the fight so that you can have your way in him chris uh could i tell a short story what happened to me on new year's eve we're going um, from chris to chris right now and it ties in a little bit in what i desire and what maybe we could all learn something from it what for the new year uh, the summer day on Christmas Eve, the Minnesota summer day, I rode my bike to the gym. And, um, and, and you know, this doesn't happen, and I want to um, reinforce and emphasize, this doesn't happen every day. But, you know, I live for divine appointments. Mm -hmm. You know, you get stale, you, you want to see God move. It doesn't happen at the gym, it doesn't happen at the airport regularly. But when it happens, it's, it's, it's amazing. Some guy yeah. is walking out of the gym, and he sees the bike, and he makes a comment about it. And I start talking to him. And, you know, and I say, I, during it, I say a short prayer. But I don't even always do that at first. But I eventually I'll say a prayer. Do you want to open the door, Lord, more? And this guy ends up telling me he has no friends and no close family. And um, I asked about his faith. And... And I asked about, uh, and he, he seemed to have some faith. And I asked about his uh, community, if he had anybody. And I just uh, I started telling him, hey, you could join us. We're not meeting on Christmas Day. See, this is Christmas Eve. People are thinking about going to church. So it's a great time to invite people to church. So they won't go maybe often, or but the th people are thinking about it. And he, he, he uh, attends a, a Lutheran church. And I don't even know where. And uh, it was funny because he asked me if we were awoke, if I was a woke person in a woke congregation. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's beside the point. But the, I just started talking to him, and he goes, he, and I go, yeah, we meet in, in a barn. Why don't you consider coming on Sunday? And he goes, oh, no, I'm not going to come to your church, and I'm not going to do this and that. And then, then he just starts warming up and everything. You know, yeah, maybe I'll come. I'll come. 
And um, then we communicate by text a little bit. And somehow or another, he didn't understand when I told him we were not meeting on Christmas Day. And I texted him the same thing an hour before the service. And he ends up showing up here on Christmas Day, which seems weird. And, and uh, how it all happened. And he goes, he goes, what? A, it's a house of praise. He, he was an IT guy, so he looked up all his pictures and all this. He ends up coming, and it, he goes, there's a Romanian service going on. Do we know that? <laughs> that they're even meeting on the, the new, is that the new congregation? I don't know. And, um, and he, then I said, oh, please come back. You know, sorry about that. I hope I didn't confuse you and all that. And he said, um, and you know, even while you were talking today, because I feel your message is for Sean that we could pray for him yeah. today. And I'm going to send him this, YouTube. Uh, and, I'm, and Sean, yeah, I'm not talking about you. I'm, we're talking to the Lord for you, that you would be transformed by learning to trust him in every area of your life and that he would transform you, Lord. And uh, that he would come on our last day at the, is it next, next Sunday, next, the last? Next Tuesday. Listen, he lives in a 135-year-old barn. He goes, I should go because I live in a barn. Wow. Uh, so do we, but wow. it's a different kind. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, if we could pray for Sean. Go for it. Uh, Lord, I just pray that he, even if you're watching this, Sean, eventually, that you, you would want to be transformed in 2022 just by trusting Jesus more. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I pray you would find a community around you that would help you in that area, people to speak into your life. And uh, we thank you that um, you're working. We thank you for what happened the other day. We thank you this group of people would love to befriend you Mm. and um, continue to work. And we do pray. I pray for myself for more prophetic. I want to have more prophetic words for people, words of knowledge in 2022. Um, uh, You know, I live for that, to see you moving, Lord. And I pray for the congregation here for whatever way that, we would be trusting you to pass on your glorious gospel of the transformation power of you, your, you, Jesus, the risen Christ. Amen. 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 Uh, Chris and Kathy are going to have some major changes in 2022, so we should be praying for them. Somebody want to pray for them? Grab the mic and uh, pray for uh, Chris and Kathy. Uh, Kathy will be Possibly or most likely. It's really weird, but um, I was offered a job in California, which is really close to where Chris's mom lives, and she's 91. And we. For those who don't know it, Kathy is a tennis phenomenon in Southern California, oh, well known in the tennis mm-hmm. world, very well known, and uh, so she gets offers to teach because she's a gifted teacher. Thank you, Paul. I'm not a phenom or anything, but thank you. Not too um, many people make All-American four times at UCLA, four times uh, in a row. Very few. Well, thank you. It's um, been a really wonderful journey with tennis, and it's been a great, blessed, blessed me and my family a lot. But it's been interesting because um, I did get offered a job, and it's, you know, Chris's mom is alone and 91 her husband just passed away in august and so we're trying to figure out how to you know get her here or should we move there well we got this job and now um because 
of the the part of the job requires me to go into Illy Unified School District and teach tennis in the schools and also there's a another part where it is at another at the tennis center so I would be doing both but they um, require me to be you know vaccinated and I said well I can't do that and so right now they, they're trying to figure that out they did say they were going to contact me tomorrow which was last Monday about if they can make it work because and, they haven't communicated and so there's been that. no communication since then so I don't really know what God wants wow. we're just wondering don't you pray for them oh, give, give the you. mic to Steve here oh. are, are you moving to California well no not if I don't have a job I wouldn't do that mm -mm. so you're not right at this point no I never say we're moving because we kind of live out of backpacks. Sometimes we don't even unpack them for two weeks, and I leave yeah. it packed. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so we're not moving. You know, our house will be there. Our kids still some. And we're back and forth, and I have grandkids there. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, my kids call me, and I try to line it up, and God lines up our schedule. So, but the winter is way better for my son tennis training to be out of Siberia here. You know, you're not. You're just playing indoors here, so it's tough. Okay. Yeah. Well, Lord, um, I know that um, both Chris and Kathy are frequent flyers around this world, from Greece to California and all over the country, and they have the fabulous family with the great kids. And I think the best part is both as parents and examples to their kids. Maybe the best example is they're just completely lay it all down for you and just want to make sure that they're doing what you want them to do. And that just, it's, every time they ever talk, it's never, this is what I want, this is what we're doing. This, It's always, what are we doing for the Lord? Are we getting that place in Greece for the people that need to hear about the Lord? Uh, they had their, their boat before. It was all to get Bibles and things to for the Lord. Everything's for the Lord. And I know their heart is uh, wants to be at peace, that they're doing what you want. And Heavenly Father, I pray that you will really give Kathy and Chris a real peace about mm -hmm. uh, the offer for in California. And I don't even really understand it, but please give them peace in the direction and decisions yes. that they're going to make yes. for the new year. Yes. And I pray a, a real protection over um, we only have half as many kids, and it's it's uh, crazy how you want all this protection, and you know you can't be there for your kids all the time, but we know that you can, and I pray that you'll put protection around all of their wonderful children, Lord, that they'll be in God's will and that they'll be seeking God's will just like their dad and mom do, and that you'll uh, guide and bless their New Year too. In Jesus' name. And the grandkids, Lord. The, yeah. all their, their family keeps growing. And a lot of their grandkids are Paul and Karen's grandkids. And so the, those two families together, Lord, I pray that you just bless these this marvelous mashup of Christianity. It's so great. And and uh, please give them peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I, I want to give glory to God that... Um, you guys are here today because we stopped our celebration to pray for you as you went to, to the doctor yesterday. Yeah. 
worked out just fine. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Praise yeah. the Lord. We were really praying yeah. that. For Karen. Yeah. Praise God. She's fine. Uh, she Did you see our video? I've, I've had a blood clot before, and so I talked to three different nurses, uh, including my relatives, <laughs> my son, and then my my um, sister's daughter and my uh, let me see my sister's husband. So Tim and Miriam back in California. I just happened to be on Zoom and explain the situation. I said, "Well, I'm having some." pain in one of the veins in my leg. And they said, you better go to uh, urgent care right now. So it, it was a little bit of a scare. But you know, um, and I had tears. I thought, well, Lord, why today? To, I mean, this is Christmas Day. Don't, do, you, do you know that? <laughs> and you know, I, the, my reaction was kind of childish, uh, but I needed the Lord. I really needed the Lord and to say, and Noreen, thank the Lord, came right on over. She lives across the street from us. Bless you. So she came over to be with my mom and Naomi. And, She's a good neighbor. And uh, the doctor said, if it gets worse, come back. But uh, it, it was fine. And the peace of mind to know, okay, I'm okay, yeah. <laughs> was was good so thank you all for i know y'all prayed yeah thank you lord while you're still around let me just say uh what i wanted to say for several weeks is the fact that these two people are here this morning it's a joy to karen because she's a missionary kid from japan she's also a missionary kid from japan and their cabin when they in the summer was close to their cabin wasn't it and so you knew each other when you were how old? Growing up, growing up. I, I knew her like when she was five. I, I remember meeting Naomi when she was young and thinking, she is so peaceful and content and such a sweet girl. If I ever have a, you know, later on in life, I said, if I ever have a little girl, I, I want to name her. And I had a cousin, Naomi St. John, who's a living though. Also the same woman, and I, I said I'd like to name my daughter. So I named our Naomi. Oh. After two Naomis that I know, wow, Naomi um, Berg was her last name before. She had wonderful parents, and uh, we enjoyed, you know, getting to know their family in Japan. Right, Mama? And when I say when I introduce her, I say this is Naomi Berg. Then she remembers, remember our cabins were close together. So the missionaries would go up to a cabin in the mountains for like three weeks uh, at a time to have a little vacation. And that was our own, um, we didn't own any other houses, but we could have a little cabin. And in that cabin, the first, I just have to say, you know, simple is sometimes just the best. We didn't have running water. We had an outhouse. I mean, this is what, you know, we chose. We wanted to just live like that. Eventually, we had the running water, and we got a refrigerator, but we used to put our cold things in the hole in the, uh, the side of the little hill that we lived on, and then we'd walk down to the lake, and we learned how to uh, swim and sail and, you know, tennis from my dad, and uh, it was such a wonderful respite, and I'm way off kilter with what you're discussing because I just came in from the <laughs> Sunday school <laughs> kids. But 
Okay. <laughs> Pass the mic. <laughs> Anyone have anything to share? We'll be wrapping it up in a few moments, but uh, anything about the new year that you want to share or any concerns? If you, if you have a prayer need, we're uh, praying a lot today, so we'd be glad to pray for you if you have a prayer need. Who do you have with you here, uh, Masumi? Can you introduce her? Akiko, she was, uh, she visited uh, Lydia house sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, she's going through treatment right for um, right now, so I see her more often lately. So she mm -hmm. needs health, need to be uh, healed. Health issue need to be healed. Well, let's, let's then, can we pray for you for that? Yeah. Do you want to lead, Masumi? Uh, daughter and son, too. Daughter in San Francisco, a son in, in Japan, a couple of grandchildren. So we want to pray for her family. For, yeah, please. They can Do find Jesus someday, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, God, for um, this time um, being the house of prayer. And thank you that you, we cannot change ourselves, but you can. And um, thank you that Kiko came. Uh, with us today. I pray that um, uh, she has issue with us, a health issue with her throat, and we just ask your healing power over her throat yes. that she yes, can oh it be cleared and she can feel um, healthy and yes, God. Um, the treatment she's going through help her and just I ask her to have complete health and healthy uh, uh, every day and that also she feels that new year she can feel even closer to you God and then please uh, pray for salvation for her family blessing them um, in Jesus name Amen 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 so next week where are we here here last service here we came in and things were all moved around this morning, right? <laughs> Tim and they've already started. They're, have they sold it? Uh, it's, it's in the process. Uh, I think it, uh, they sold it, but it hasn't closed. Yeah. yeah, they got a buyer, a church, and so uh, they're going to continue on the worship here. And if you smell something weird, they had a bunch of scented things plugged in all over. Is there what? Prayer this Tuesday? Prayer, yes. There is. Yes. Uh, let me see. Tuesday. Or is it the phone? You know, I wonder if we should wait because of the snow that's uh, that's coming. It's coming on uh, tonight, and tonight and Tuesday. So I think it might be a little difficult. Let's, let's, uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. yeah, let's not, let's hold off on prayer till the new year. Not hold off on prayer, but hold off on meeting. For, <laughs> for, <laughs> no prayer, no. But then uh, the following week, we'll let you know about the 4th of January, because we could, we'll probably pray then. There you go. Yes. 
Okay, well, I encourage you to continue with the, the, uh, the thing that I gave you with the questions, that you'll think that through, pray it through, and I think it can help you to walk into the new year with a fresh sense of God's presence and his power. And so I say to you, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with his favor, grant you his peace in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.